The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. Time to frock up, put on the sequence and say Guten Tag from Liverpool. We bring you Australia's original Eurovision podcast, Eurovision. Direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Sydney. Now, here's your host, Ben Navotova. Vision coming to you for one of my favourite of the three episodes we do every year. It's not that hard to choose for them, really. It is our semi-final wrap-up and finals prediction episode. We have our 26 finalists. We're cha-cha-charring in. We're voyagering in. We're Edgar Allan Poeing in. We're realising that if you haven't watched this in Australia in about six years, you've got to put up with Joel Creasley again. But hey, cool, whatever. It's an exciting time to be a Eurovision fan. We're obviously doing this a little bit later than we usually do, but it uh, gives you a little bit more time, a little less time to digest this and hear our predictions and everything ahead of the big final that's happening tomorrow at the time of releasing this. But I am thrilled to be joined by my two favourite Eurovision experts, including the man who I don't even think he's gone to bed since Wednesday. I think he's just stayed up and he's just buzzing on it so much. He's I can see in the background he's setting up flags. He's got all the European foods and everything. He's got the biggest party in Sydney happening on Sunday Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back. Thank you. It's it's good to be back after some really good semifinals. It is indeed. And also joining us is a man who has got a world map in the background. It's actually not focused on Europe at the moment, but uh, hey, he's putting it out there to uh, have North America and South America included in Eurovision next year. It's Alex Morella. Alex, welcome back. Thank you, Ben. Apologies. I did not think about my um, aesthetics in the background when I was when I was setting up for this. Sorry, right. I should have just made it up like I made up with Jared's. But hey, cool. You know, people don't don't see this. No Colin today. He gave up. He hates Eurovision now. No, he uh, unavailable. But uh, we'll we'll include Colin in this episode. He does have some inclusion in this episode. But two semifinals. Very interesting. Both of them. I'll start with you, Alex. Did you get up? Did you watch them? What did you think of them? General thoughts on the two semifinals that we have witnessed this week. I enjoyed semi-final one. Semi-final two was still good, but I really enjoyed semi-final one. Um, I didn't actually get up for both. I was exhausted both days after work, but did get up, watch the replays, had the whole day to kind of go through and still watch that nicely. So uh, very enjoyable. I think it was done quite well. I think I was worried really early on from the very start of the broadcast that it was going to be very kind of UK centric and they forgot would just like, oh, and by the way, Ukraine. So it was kind of nice that there was a bit more after that first intro where they were a bit more into the also making sure, you know, Ukraine are the hosts kind of thing. They are the winners from last year. They are the ones who should have been hosting. So it was nice to kind of have those touches through it. Um, Yeah, I thought the first semi was really good. High energy, a lot of amazing songs. Second one probably could have used with one of one of the favorites in it just to get a little bit more excitement in it. But, but you know, it was it was still an enjoyable show. Yeah, I'd agree. 
I pretty much agree with all of that. I think that um, the second semi did feel a little bit flatter. But I think we kind of knew that. We talked about that, that the second one was a little bit harder to predict just because of all the songs were kind of around that period. Jared, uh, your thoughts? Yeah, similar. I think like semi-final one obviously had the better songs. Um, I was kind of more interested to see their staging and performances. But with semi-final two, like the results were a lot more up in the air. So that part of the night was a lot more interesting than semi-final one. It, it definitely was. And I think... The crowd just seems to be, not that they never don't love Eurovision, but I mean, they obviously seem to really be getting up and getting excited there. I mean, heard a lot of obviously issues there in, in England around just how quickly they sold out and how hard tickets were to get and how big of a deal it's been there in Liverpool, which, you know, obviously as a fan, if you're going there, it's disappointing if you can't easily get access to it. But it's also a good thing to see that people are sort of getting behind it so much because no disrespect to the Ukraine, we obviously would love this to be in the Ukraine and I'm sure in normal times it would go gangbusters. But even if they had found a workaround to be able to host it this year there in the Ukraine, which realistically they never would have, but, you know, probably would have been very restricted. People wouldn't have been able to fly in to see it. You know, there would have been all these kind of issues around that. So, uh, and I agree with you completely, Alex. I think it's great that we're still celebrating the Ukraine because if anything, I think this is very Ukraine. I mean, there are definitely the British elements to it, but um, I did see that uh, old mate Zelensky is trying to do a video or something to, to send there to tell people to like, no, love, war. But Eurovision's like, no, this is not political. Because, yes, Eurovision has never been political. So it's, it's like when the Olympics come out, right? I'm like, hey, we're at the Olympics. It's not political. What are you talking about? I, I don't know, have a, don't have a clue. I did love the, the crowd reaction, though, to some of the songs. I mean, Finland, holy crap. Like... Obviously, it helped that that went last in semi-final two. But, I mean, Jared, have you ever seen... I don't know if I've ever seen a Eurovision crowd sing along and chant. Like, it was like that was, you know, in Helsinki. It's like they were completely chanting for him. And it was just insane how much people got by. And they didn't do that for any other song. No, it was it was crazy. I mean, it obviously helps that the song is has, like, the cha-cha-cha bit that's so engaging. But just, like... Everybody knew it from like the get go. Like you could tell, like that arena was like packed with like fans. Um, so insane. Like I'm looking forward to that again. Like in the final, just like the fans being like fully like behind these songs and, and getting involved and singing along. Have you seen that before, Alex? In terms of just that reaction for what we have for Finland? I don't think I have. The only one I could think of is like a like ten, twelve years ago, and it's very, and it wasn't the same thing like that at all. But it was just when I think it was. Um, must have been like Denmark or Copenhagen hosting. And they had like a song that had been written specifically for like the previous winter to sing. And it had like that where, where, where for everyone to sing along. So everyone really got behind that. But again, that was host mm. and like previous winner with like clearly obvious song with clearly obvious hook. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing like this level. I don't think it was awesome. I do love the memes that are coming from this. Not even the memes, just like Finland getting behind it. So they've got their statues, I think, at a train station, two giant like figures outside a Helsinki train station where they've literally put like the green sleeves on. And then I did see, and I, I don't know if it was legit or not, but it was like Finland truly getting behind Eurovision. So like on eBay, they were selling like green, like little pieces of like, I think like a green pencil basically going like celebrate Eurovision and like just everything like this sort of like lime bright green color and just like the how much. And this is, this is what I love about Finland. And this is what I sort of mentioned about how when Lordy won about that reaction to them coming back to Helsinki about how big of a deal it was for them. 
And I'm, I'm still, you know, hoping that this can happen again and we'll get to that with our predictions. But I was butchering his name, wasn't I, Jared? How, like, I, I, how do we say his name? Kalia. 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 I'm going to forget that in five minutes again. But he was just like, I love the staging of it, that he's coming out of a box. It's like he's been freaking shipped there to, to Liverpool and he's just breaking out there and even like the dance that he kind of does like I don't even know what how to describe that it's kind of almost like a hammer dance of the arms like he's just you know taking MC Hammer and just you know done it that way I mean it's just it's energy had you was that sort of similar to the staging of it in Helsinki or has he kind of taken this up a notch definitely taken up a notch like the huge like box wasn't there they had like the I suppose like the pallets or like the crates but like they've definitely like upsized like the dancing bit is better. Um, yeah, just everything taken to like a different level. I did love at the start, like the stumble when he goes to like punch out like the first bit of the crate and like it doesn't fall. Um, so I'm sure he'll uh, rectify that for the final. But yeah, just it just uh, everything about it was just so good. Like the scale of like the performance was amazing. And this is where I feel this year is just tricky because, you know, often we'll have a year where, like, you've got such a standout song, right? And you're like, oh, that's clearly the winner. But this year you've just got a, a handful where they're good and you want them to win. And I think we've got a clear two-song fight here. Uh, clearly we're still in the Battle of Scandinavia. But, I mean, God, it's just it's almost sad knowing that one of the two songs can't win. Like, are there grounds for a tie, Jared? Like, is this a thing? Like, <laughs> Can we just it's call possible. that? It's just, yeah, it's just so, like... Even like to like when I was putting my predictions there, it's so like back and forth in my head of like what way it's gonna go. I love too like that they both like drew like first half. Yeah. Like who's gonna get the advantage? Like oh, both in like the first half. Like it's really just I still feel like it could go either way. Yeah, I, I agree. Just in terms of through both the semifinals, obviously we always will see songs where they maybe don't live up to expectations with the staging, some that blow your mind with the staging. Alex, I'll start with you. Were there any particular that maybe you watched live and, wow, that was a lot better than I thought and vice versa, like, oh, that wasn't as great live as I thought it would be? Um, I think I was surprised probably first the one that I thought wasn't quite as amazing. It was still really good. It was like I, I don't know. I was expecting more from Norway staging. I feel 100%. I was expecting like a huge kind of yep. like your opening and I feel like you can go so big with that one that I felt like there could have been more on Norway's kind of staging. Um enjoyable but i feel like it could have gone even bigger more than anything else um i i thought armenia's one was quite fun with the kind of angled stage i think that kind of stood out to me as something really different that i really enjoyed um and probably like i know that they didn't actually perform in the in the semis but it was for the final but i think seeing like germany set up for blood and glitter was something that i really enjoyed as well the way they had the kind of band kind of set up over the two levels. So they were probably a couple of the ones that stood out for me and kind of what they could do with, uh, with the staging, but there's always a bunch that are super cool. I could probably like go back through every single one and go, Oh yeah, that was cooler than I thought. I actually really kind of liked what they did with the big, the big five and Ukraine kind of like sitting them down and having their little fun, little comments. And then just, I don't know, there was just something more unique about it this year, more engaging, which, you know, as we're sort of talking a lot of these, I mean, pretty much all of the big six are in with a shot of doing well, uh, you know, big five plus, you know, obviously the Ukraine, um, you know, I think pretty much all of them are in within the top 10, uh, you know, on the odds. I think Germany's fallen down a little bit, but I mean, Germany's is still a great song. So yeah, it's kind of, it's, it is going to be interesting to see how they go with that. Um, and I, I completely agree with Norway, hundred percent Norway. Like that was, 
the one song. It's such a great song. Whereas when I saw her singing that, I'm like, that's it? Like, you just feel that's got to be a bit more epic. And she seemed a bit bored. I don't know. Was that just me? She seemed like she just didn't want to be there. Like, I have no idea. Maybe she's missing Oslo or something along those lines. Um, Jared, any for you that stood out and didn't? Um, I feel like Croatia, I don't know. Like, it's been a while since I, like, saw it. I feel like it was, like, more impressive at, like, the, the national final. Um, I mean, it's, it's still great and, like, a great stage show. Um, but, like, to me, it was a bit of a, a letdown. Um, other than that, the similar thing for, like, Georgia. I thought, like, she was, like, a shoe-in to qualify and just staging-wise, I feel like they, like, really, like, dropped the ball just having her stand there, like, the entire time and they didn't have great camera angles and it was just, it was just boring. Like, it, it needed juries to pull it through with that type of staging, like, I don't know. She should have just moved a bit more, and I feel like she could have got through. <laughs> move a bit more, Georgia. Come on, move. Poke it. The one that blew my mind, and I like the song already, but the staging of it, Moldova. I mean, to have a little person play a, what was it, like a um, freaking, what, what was he, was it a flute, wasn't it, or something? Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it was just, like, and with Viking horns, like, it just, it just added an element to it. Like, what's going on here? This is just epic. And the other one, actually, that I was completely blown away from, because, I again, the song's a bit basic, but the staging of it, Cyprus, Andrew, I thought he did a good job. Like, I mean, trust Cyprus to bring flames. Even Joel, I agree. One of the times I agreed with Joel, like, of course, Cyprus are going to bring, like, in a flame machine. You know, that's just kind of what they do. Without Fuego, they're still going to add, like, that sort of stuff to it. But, yeah, like, that was really good. And obviously, we'll talk about Voyager separately in a second, but I, I definitely went with their staging. Czech Republic, I loved kind of how that kind of worked with my sister's crown that really worked as well um and austria i mean it was a banger already but just kind of some of the way that kind of worked but i think that there were there were definitely some there where you just felt like wow okay like that is not what you were expecting with it but then poor old freaking azerbaijan like i mean you had israel moldova sweden azerbaijan czech republic <laughs> like it's just there's these two little boys coming out like going like oh i love my dad I'm sad that he's not with us anymore and da, 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 da. it's like piss off azerbaijan <laughs> oh i'm so glad that none of us actually picked them to go through um australia though uh, i mean <laughs> Sitting in a car, you're in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> like, as soon as that started, I'm like, oh my God, this is even better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, just like, it just fit the vibe of the song so much. Like, kind of this whole 80s feel where you've kind of got like the neon vibe and you've kind of got that real like sleek, almost DeLorean looking car and just, just you picture 80s and you picture that now. That's kind of that trend of it. But it just, it did so well. And... It just was amazing. I love this song so much. Obviously, we were last in the second semi, so it was always going to help us. Jared, just a quick question with that note. Do you feel that had we gone first in semi-final one, because it got a lot of love, like it, the crowd was very loud, whether or not that was just the energy because it was wrapping up or not. But And there was even chance of Australia in the audience when they were reading the votes out, so you could hear that. Do you feel that had we gone first, we would have gotten the same reaction or did we get very lucky by going last? I think after watching the show, we would have been fine kind of wherever we were in the order. Obviously, when, like, the draw happened, it was, like, at the time very much, like, oh, like, that'll help. Like, this is Televo only. Like, Europe hates us. Um, but after watching all the performances, yeah, I don't think we would have struggled. We could have gone anywhere. I mean, like, Armenia won and, like, got through in, like, the death slot, like, second 
second up. So um, I think we would have been right wherever. And and just your takes on the performance in, in general? It was so good. Like I saw like obviously like photos beforehand of like the car and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know about that. But like as soon as like he started and he was like in the car, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah this is right. And it was so so simple but like so effective like they didn't have to do heaps they just are such like a great band and so like proficient on stage um that yeah they didn't really need to like jazz things up too much or like cover up like a bad song with um overlays and uh pyrotechnics <clears throat> poland um <laughs> but no it was just it was it was great uh, you and i talk a little bit about this over on off the podium when we started doing our uh, opening ceremony reviews I mean, there is a balance, isn't there, between actual props and, say, using video screens. And you can do it right, you do it right. You know, I'm much more of a prop person when it comes to opening ceremonies, but if you combine that, you can put something really effective. And this was that level, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's so It works so well. Uh, Alex, your take on, on Voyager? Oh, yeah, fantastic. And again, it's one of those ones where at the end of that semi, you, you did just want a little bit of a pick-me-up and something to really bring the energy to finish. So I think it was really fantastic. As Jared said, you didn't need to kind of go over the top with with what you, you needed to do in terms of the staging or anything. They are really great performers. Like you could see all the, the guitarists and the, everyone's just really performing to an extreme level. I think there's one point where I know the camera's cutting away, but you can almost see the two of them like in time with each other, trying to like do a perfect kind of guitar. And it was just fun to see them having a lot of, yeah, just really enjoying themselves out there and really making the most of it. So I think it was a, a really fantastic performance. Jared, I know you saw Jedwood many years ago when they came to Sydney. Uh, have you ever seen any other Eurovision, not necessarily outside of, you know, but like Australians, like if you've seen Jessica Malboy or, you know, Guy Sebastian, anyone like that before? I have not. All right. Well, I'm, I want to, like, I see that Voyager are traveling Europe right now, but I'm expecting an Australia tour. Can we, like, make a pact? I know you're a very busy man and like to avoid me a lot, but, like, can we, they come to Sydney now that we live in the same city, we're going to go see Voyager, right? Oh, 100%. Just just give me, like, three months' notice and, and, <laughs> and we'll book it in. That's why I like to get ahead of you now. And Alex, please come up to Sydney and come see Voyager. I think we need to make it a Eurovision trip. I'll see if I can. Good. Sounds good. I like it. I like it. In terms of the countries that didn't make it, um, any shocks? Uh, I'll start with you, Alex, because there's a bit of a asterisk here for good old Jared here, Mr. Perfect in semi-final one. So no shocks for him, at least in the first semi-final. But, I mean, obviously this can tie into your picks and we'll go over that soon. But, I mean, was there ones that you were just like, wow, like I can't believe they didn't make it? Um. I don't feel I was sitting there being super surprised. I thought maybe there would be a couple, I think, before the second semi. But seeing some of the live performances, I was like, oh, yeah, I can make sense for that. So I thought Denmark was maybe a better chance to go through. But then I think watching that live, I was like, mm, yeah, fair enough. I, I don't think I can, like, fight for this. And it's a bit the same where I was like, oh, I thought Greece might. And then watching that live, I was like, mm, yeah, no, nah, that's not happening. Boring. So, yeah. So I don't – I, so I don't think there were any I was I was particularly shocked to lose. Um, and I guess out of the ones that got through, like even then I was like, oh, you know, all right, we've got Estonia in. Fair enough. Her vocal performance was better than the others. Like I can't really go against this. I think Albania was probably the only one that I was like not expecting to get through. But then, you know, looking at compared, you know, someone had to get through. I think I was even looking at a bunch of those at one point going like, well, well, someone has to get through out of this. So <laughs> I, I guess we need to. I was going to say out of all that too, 
after all the ones from Semi One, all the amazing songs, you know, they had the song that was stuck in my head for the next two days was the bloody Azerbaijan song. <laughs> I was wondering, going, well, that's all they wanted. I know. I, was, I couldn't believe it. I was walking around and the only song I had in my head was the bloody Azerbaijan song. And I was like, what happened here? What is going on? Oh, bless those boys. Um, they tried. I, mean, I, I think that's brought a massive smile to Jared's face. So we know his feelings on Azerbaijan in Europe. Were you just sitting there going, suck it, Azerbaijan. Finally, justice. Yeah, but then at the same time, like, well, this is about as good as their winning performance. So <laughs> who knows what's going to happen here. <laughs> Still hasn't let it go. I actually just, before I get your thoughts on that, Jar, I'm just looking here at our predictions. And it's funny, we, there was only one song that made it that all of us universally said a no to, and that was Estonia. So with every other song, at least one of us said yes on it. And the only ones that we all universally said no to not making that didn't make it was Azerbaijan and Latvia. So um, there's a little fun fact for you, uh, Jared. I mean, Mister Perfect. I don't. I will get to that very short. I don't know if what any of us have ever gotten a perfect round. You got ten out of ten for semi final one. Congratulations. You fuck up. You fucked up in semi final two, mate. Come on, pick your game up. Um, but yeah, your thoughts on the ones that didn't make it? Uh, I thought it was pretty well. well I suppose I expected for semi final one. I did feel I was a little bit bad for. Malta, I just feel like like it was a good performance. There's really nothing more that they could have done. Um, and it just really came down to, I think, like the song and, and having it so early uh, in the running order. Um, semi-final two, I mean, I'm disappointed for Iceland. Yeah, that was like a much better The performance better, was enough to yeah, go through. But, I liked um, her. Yeah, I think that's the only one there that I'm like, you could have put her in and picked someone else out. Um, but that was very, I, w- I would be interested to see kind of how close that ended up in terms of like 10th and like 11th there, because I feel like that semi-final, the televote might've been really just close across the board. Was there one song for both of you that given this new format, this purely televoting, is there one that you think, I know you kind of touched on one there before Jared, but really needed a jury vote? You know, was there like one that for you was kind of like, okay, had this been 50-50, that would have gotten in? I think, yeah, Georgia for me. Georgia. Yep. I think like the vocal was probably would have got rewarded more by, yeah, by a jury. Alex, any for you? I think that's the only one that really stands out to me that I think a jury would have would have seen over the others. Um I think Malta could have used a different semi, but I think that's a different... Um, <laughs> other than that, I, I don't think I could have too many complaints with the ones that got through. Can I, every time I'm hearing the word semi, I, I, I don't bother writing down crap that Julia... Uh, Julie, God, I wish, that uh, Joel and Miff say because, oh, don't get me started. I'll have a segment on that. But, like, was it at the end of the second semi-final when the king of Eurovision was like, oh, we have a valid semi? And then they're just like two little teenagers. Oh, valid semi! Oh! <laughs> Like, and then what is that? We're good to go. Val and Semi. I can't remember what Miff said in the first semi final where she was like, oh, that's not going to make the replay tonight. Like, when they were reading out, like, oh my God. Um, yeah, I forgot how bad he is. <laughs> it's been like five, six years. Jared, you, you, I feel like you just want to throw stuff at the TV with him. You know what? You, Miff was worse than him though because her like laughing at his jokes that oh, were not funny yes. was like I'm like okay you can stop fake laughing and her laugh was like annoying me to <laughs> my hand. I'm like please just shut up 
And it, like the one that was annoying was it was it the first semi final where they were just talking over the votes. When when her microphone wasn't working either, <laughs> and they're like, oh, so like we've we've got to be like uh, extra close, so like you can hear me like through Joel's microphone. But then obviously she wasn't doing it, and you could hear like muttering in the background, which yeah. was her probably making comments. But you couldn't. I mean, I'm not complaining. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was- but it was just like just like muttering away like throughout like the whole thing yeah i think it was the first one too where they were really having issues i mean like again like no disrespect to like the ukraine but you expect this they were the ukraine in a war-torn country maybe some tea. they're in freaking liverpool this should be like the home of the beatles like this should be like perfect but it was like the first one when we was like hello everyone and welcome to eurovision it's like hey everyone i'm joe Creasy, and welcome to eurovision like it was like what's going on <laughs> Wow. Uh, any Joel myth moment? I mean, I guess, Alex, if you're not watching it live, you can fast forward through all the crap, can't you? Uh, some of it, bits and pieces. I I felt bad because at one point I was definitely giggling at quite a few of Joel's jokes and I was like, has he upped his game or am I just like, <laughs> am I just like not expecting anything? Because I was definitely enjoying a couple of them. I can't remember them now. I feel bad. But there were a couple, especially in semifinal one, there were a couple of things he was mentioning that I was like chuckling at and actually like, oh, you're not, you're not doing, you're doing okay here, Joel. Um, I felt like by semifinal two, I not quite tuned him out, but I, I didn't notice as much that kind of amused me. I think I was more focused at that point on the semi. The one bit that I took out of it all, and I mentioned to you both off air, that I was very sad about was that I learned that Eiffel 65 entered the San Marino eight-week marathon of competition. Um, and to me, Blue is the second greatest song of all time. So, like, I was like, fuck, Eiffel 65, like, put him in. I, I, I want to see that. But I did watch their song. Um, it was so-so. Uh, maybe better than what we got for San I just say, rip San Marino. You know I'm always going to root for him. Was it better? Was Kmart Maniskin better than live? Any comments? Anyone jump in on San Marino? Honestly, maybe slightly better than expected. Hey. <laughs> I mean, they chose a recap recap clip where he's singing so off key. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'd be picking that, but sure. He tried. Come on, like I actually do genuinely feel bad for Alpha Six because they are Italian. So I would think like they should enter for Italy. Like if they can't even get, I mean, I guess Italy put out top quality. Maybe in 2000, Eiffel 65 would have been on. Like when Tattoo with Russia, like a year after all the things she said, right? So that was like peak when you want them. I don't think Russia are going to put Tattoo up now. I mean, Russia would put us up right now as long as they got to enter. Do we miss Russia? I, I is it controversial that we miss Russia? Because Russia would always put out quality, wouldn't they, Jared? I just miss having more countries. Yeah. Well, Luxembourg are like, back. I, yeah, that's it. Back. That's it. But I just want like... I live like in my dream world, we have like three semifinals, mm. like everyone in Europe's in and we get three semifinals. I, I don't want more acts in the final. I think 26 is enough, <laughs> um, but we get everybody in and then I don't know, maybe acts like the big five, big six, chuck them in a, in a semifinal as well, three semifinals. And then we get our, like, I don't know. I suppose they could increase the final to 30 top 10 from each. I don't know. Eight in from each eight 24 hours. final. Instead of a three-hour show, I guess they're doing it with the what uh, Euros in in the soccer, aren't they? So uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of going that way. But Luxembourg, Alex pointed out, like Luxembourg are back next year. San Marino's got a rival. Who are you going to go for, Alex? San Marino or Luxembourg? Well, I mean, Luxembourg have a strong heritage, don't they? In this they competition, do. they've won it before, haven't much. they? Yes, five times. Five, yeah, five. Yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> we're not we're not bringing every back resident sport. of Luxembourg <laughs> has won Eurovision at one stage. Yeah, we're not bringing back minnows here. We're bringing back big guns. So That's it'll insane. it'll be uh 
it'll be exciting to see. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to them being back. I really feel like San Marino should just like steal whoever comes like second or wins the fan vote in like the Italy national final or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're our representative. Here we go. That's actually a good idea. So Germany just send their offshoots to Luxembourg. Well, <laughs> or I feel some like France. Yeah, <laughs> do some like broadcasting country deals. Where, like we don't have any great acts, but we'll do like a subset of yours. Like <laughs> we want, like, you know, we talked about Faroe Islands the other day. It's like, oh, Faroe Islands are just going to send Sweden's backup act or yeah. something like that. We could, they can probably do well. well I think well, there's well about 54 countries in Europe or 50, there's like 50 something, I think. Um, there's usually about that much in Euro. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's all I've got. I'm basing that off that too. Exactly, Alex. But um, Luxembourg have not competed since 1993. So it'll be 31 years. So like at least... In my lifetime, I was alive when Luxembourg, like I wasn't watching Eurovision at six, so I've never seen Luxembourg, but yeah, five, five times. Oh, that's insane. That's, that's your most random Eurovision fact that everybody needs to know. Which country has won it five times? No one would guess Luxembourg, but um, good. I, I'm, that's exciting. I'm very glad. Like I'm with you, Jared. Like more countries, like bring them back. I think that, and having countries like that, these little micro sets, I want Vatican City. I want the Pope singing there next year. <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, have Vatican City ever entered Eurovision? I don't think so. Um, before we get to our predictions, two quick things. Uh, we'll go over the hosts and then just look at the running order and everything as well. Gra- Graham Norton, is he just too expensive to be able to go to the semifinals or is he busy? Like, I mean, Jared, I was like, I mean, I like the three women, actually. I think they did a very good job. But I see here that Graham Norton's only doing the final. Lazy or expensive or like, what? what? where's Graham? That's the question. Couldn't be bothered. I feel like if you phone it in that much, no, kick him out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Stuff it, Graham. These three women are doing great. I like, do you like the three women, though? I think they were great. I do. I think, like, they're all doing well. Like, my favorite's definitely Hannah. Um, yeah, but they're just they're they're doing a good job there. I feel like there's good chemistry between them. The like lame jokes aren't too bad. Like they're able to pull them off. Um, so yeah, I think they they've really done like a fantastic job. And the announcing of like the the qualifiers as well, I feel is like the right amount of pause. Yeah, and uh, and we'll talk about Colin's prediction because I love Colin. Like he was sort of messaging me going like I was I was about to ride over Norway, and I'm just like yeah, that that that's deliberate. But like, <laughs> Alex, your thoughts on uh, Alicia, Hannah, and Julia? I think they're fantastic. Like I love Hannah Waddingham. So I think she like the thing you can see with her too in probably comparison to Alicia in particular is she didn't have to just stare at like an auto cue and just mm. read her lines. I feel like you could see her kind of like she knew what she was going to say. She could play up with a bit more. She could react a bit more. My only thing that annoyed me about Alicia, I think was that like, you could see like she was clearly staring like right above the microphone, very direct kind of like reading her lines almost. And there was a little bit of not a lot of kind of playfulness a lot of the time through those parts as a result where it was like, hello, I have to like read these lines and great <laughs> job on every, and w- whereas the other two seemed, I think a little bit better at, at playing it up. But I think overall they're all, they're all doing a really good job. I, like, I, I haven't been annoyed. I liked a lot of the, like the interval stuff. I mean, we got a bit of Jessica Malboy randomly in the sort of the drag queen section. Cause sure. That's the Australian entry that everybody remembers. Um, obviously we had Rita Ora. That was cool. Um, still waiting for old Frankie, but we'll get to that. Um, but I like apparently we had a dust in the turkey appearance in one of the times there was an ad break for SBS because people my friend was watching it in the US and she was like what the fuck is this turkey puppet I'm like what and then like I could see on Twitter that people were going like dust in the turkey appearance I'm like why are we not seeing this SBS 
Um, so, and they're bringing back a lot of, are they deliberately bringing back the UK shitter sacks? Because like, I feel like it was the flight attendant one that they brought back, Jared, the, whatever they're called. Scoot. Uh, what are they called? Yeah, yeah. Scooch or something. Yeah. yeah. Scooch. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, like them, like, I mean, you know, it's just, it's interesting. Some of the ones they're bringing back, but they, they, again, they, I think they seem to be living up to the fun of it. You know, and I kind of think that's good. You know, old man Zemelo got an appearance there. Of course he does. I think he's just contracted to appear every single time at Eurovision because he's hot. Uh, but I actually like that segment they did where they kind of like played the did it qualify, did it not qualify. That was kind of fun. So there were things like that. And the postcards, Voyager on the that bridge in Perth. Um, I guess they're from Perth. So, I mean, it wouldn't make sense to put them in front of the Sydney Opera House, which is what they always do, right? Um and our spokesperson was announced, wasn't it? So um, we have, I had this in front of me somewhere. Uh, we have Catherine Martin, uh, who is a two-time Academy Award winner uh, for Moulin Rouge and The Great Gatsby. Um, do we know much else about Catherine? Jared? Alex, no, no, I think that was like the, the fact that I read that she's our most successful Australian at the Academy Awards. She's cool. the wife of... Um, Baz Luhrmann. I oh, think is she Baz Luhrmann's wife. Okay, couldn't get Baz? <laughs> so she's the next best option? No disrespect to Catherine Martin, but like... That's, I mean. that's, that's the first thing I saw when I clicked on her wiki. I was like, oh, Baz Luhrmann. Oh, okay. That, that, that's, all I, that's all I got. <laughs> I feel it's, it's kind of like now when you tune into Fox Sports, Alex, and you've all of a sudden got um, old David Warner's wife on there. Like, oh, she's a yeah. thing. Why? Like, just no... Um, the running oh. order. Oh, oh, sorry. I just saw that their kids are named Lillian and William. So William. Lil and Will. Lil, Lil and Will Lerman. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Right. Not twins. Just, just Lil and Will. Lil and Will. Was it? No, it was Phil and Lil was from Rugrats, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Phil and, oh, bring back Rugrats. I think they did, yeah. didn't they? Um, the running order, um, just quickly. So Australia will go 15th. We have Austria. I feel bad for Austria. They shouldn't be opening. Like, I guess you get pumped and excited, but you know, and then the UK, hmm, they're last. Gee, I'm sure that wasn't rigged. Um, any thoughts, Jared, just in terms of who this will help, who it won't help? I mean, the big guns, Finland are smack bang in the middle at 13. Lorraine with Sweden is number nine. Uh, Ukraine are sort of towards the end. Norway towards the end. Uh, Serbia near the beginning. Uh, France, another favorite. Spain near the beginning. Uh, who's it going to help? Who's it not going to help? I mean, the first half is stacked. There's like a lot of countries, I mean, who weren't going to do amazing, but who have really been like crushed by being put between like two favorites. Cause I feel like everybody was drawing like first half apart from like in my head, like Norway and Israel, like that second half is really wide open. Um, and I was excited for Australia to draw second half, but then they put us really early on, which mm. sucks. Um, but I think like having like Spain and Sweden back to back is not doing either of them any favors. Um, and I think Finland's really, um, got kind of the best slot, obviously being like last in the first half, but where it is between countries as well, like between like Estonia and like Czech Republic, they're going to stand out so much. Yeah. Uh, so that to me, they've really been boosted there, which is probably a good thing. Cause people are always like the EBU, like favors Sweden, like they're rigging it for them to win. I'm like, well, like, look at this running order. Clearly not. Yeah. She got a lot of love, Laureen. We didn't really talk much about that, but. She got the old Panini press out. So, um, and the one thing I will say I appreciate with Joel was Joel's love of Laureen. So that was that was exciting. Uh, Alex, your thoughts on the running order and who's it going to work for and against? Um, I think Jared's touched on the main ones. I think 
people who it'll it'll really affect. I think kind of further down the line. I think, you know, Norway have got a solid spot. I think Israel have picked up a nice spot near mm-hmm. the end, which will which will give them a good one, especially after Lithuania, which is just a little bit lower. Um, it, it'll be fun to be able to have Croatia at the end, but it does kind of maybe, I don't know if that helps them or hinders them kind of being around the UK. Um, and yeah, I would love to have seen Australia a little bit further. Um, I think Austria's opening one is probably maybe the right call based on like, how upbeat it is versus a few of the other ones in the first half of the semi. Um, Cause you probably, I think I would love to have seen like cha 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 open, but I also think that's like not a great slot for it at the same time. So it would have been fun to open with a final with it, but I don't think it would have been a, a great option for it either. I, um, I, Croatia and Israel have picked up a little bit in the, in the odds, I think based on their Israel has climbed a lot. Uh, and I like the, I actually like the Israel performance. Um, I mean, I like the song already, but just quickly, we'll so go to our rankings, but the odds haven't really changed a lot i mean the top two are still sweden and finland sweden at the moment 52 percent chance of winning according to eurovisionworld.com and finland at a 22 percent chance then you're looking at ukraine israel and our fourth favorite spain are still like why um france norway italy again i think that's a bit overrated too uk and austria they're the top 10 australia currently in 14th and for our last spot albania uh, currently down there at the moment, but predictions time. So if you're new to this, this is what we do. Actually, before I get predictions, sorry, points. Let's let's give an update. Jared's dying for me to tell that he's leading. So uh, we gave our predictions of who would make the final. We get a point for everyone we get correct, and nothing else for anything else. So I don't give you a point for guessing it wrong. I think we did that in the first few years. That that's too complicated. You just get a point if you get it correct. Okay. So first semi final. Let's work our way from the bottom to the top. Let's do a bit Drake, Alex. You did okay. You got eight out of ten, which I'll take that. That's a that's a solid result for Alex Marilla. Um, good job. Uh, Colin on debut, nine out of ten. <laughs> Lucked into it. So Alex, you got Switzerland and Moldova were the two that you uh, said would make it and didn't make it. Colin got Switzerland wrong. How does Colin on debut get nine out of ten? Don't worry, he uh, loses more in the second. Uh, I also got nine out of ten. I said Portugal would go through, and they didn't. So um, no, they did. They're, they're second. Oh, sorry, the sorry. Hang on. Let me rephrase <laughs> that. I do well here. Um, I said Portugal wouldn't go through. I said Ireland would go through. Um, thank you. Ben. <laughs> Can we come circle back to Ireland later? We'll talk about Ireland now if you want. We're there. Uh, what do you want them to say? Having a, them having a bloody sook about not going through. I'm sorry. This whole like narrative of like Europe's against us, blah, blah, blah. Get over it. It was a shit song. It was nice. <laughs> I hate it. It was like the whole like UK narrative that UK has like finally moved on from after last year. It's like you're only doing bad because you're sending crap. Yeah. It, was like, it just... Yeah, was it just me? Was his mic like handling really inconsistent to it? And it was very frustrating. Where he was like singing, and then suddenly it was down here, and then it was back mm-hmm. up here, and then it was. And I'm like, what? Like we can't hear you, bro. Like I can't hear you very well because it's it's just going everywhere. Yeah, I I don't understand it. And I mean, going back to the oh, Europe's not political and all this kind of stuff, and everyone's always got to have a sook somewhere. I mean, fucking San Marino should be having riots in the street. Like I mean, every year they're against us. Every year, San Marino were just like, oh, well, that's that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. See you next year. Yeah. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> we've got a strike rate of three out of ten. We're due for one soon. So uh, 
We'll start planning our national final now to get through a thousand acts. Exactly. It's, it's kind of like uh, World Cup qualifying. It doesn't start a week after the World Cup ends. Like, I mean, it's, this is how it works. Uh, I mean, I still, like, again, very biased. I've had it on the show twice. I think Brooke was robbed last year. You know, Brooke, I mean, how good was that song compared to what we got this year? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I got 9 out of 10. Jared, 10 out of 10. Perfect. Absolutely incredible. Well done, Jared. Second semi. Uh, sem- I can't say semi now. Thanks, Joel and Miff. Um, a little bit tighter. But uh, so Colin did a Colin thing, and rightfully so. Got a five out of ten. That's what we expect from a newbie, right? You know, we should be getting fives, not nines. So um, the ones he got wrong. So he predicted that Albania, Belgium, Estonia, uh, Slovenia. Hang on, have I miscounted? I'm really doing well today. No, he actually got six. So hang on. Sorry, Colin, I'm giving you a less point. I, I I was messaging you guys the other day going like, I've stuffed this up. I don't know what's going on. Next year, one of you can do this because I think I'm, I'm getting old. So he got, he said Albania, Belgium, Estonia and Slovenia would not make it. And they did make it. Uh, can we just talk about Belgium as well? Good on you, Gustav. He got through. That was fun. I like that. Um, Alex, you got eight. Uh, seven. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <laughs> I can't count. Um, <laughs> Sounds about right. I, I, I'll probably get this wrong, actually. No, you did get eight. Yeah, maybe. I, possibly. Actually, and Jared, Jared, you also got eight. I've both given you a seven. What have I done here? I don't know what I'm doing. And I got a seven, so I'm giving everybody a less point. Okay. <laughs> Any professional podcast would I'm sure like Aussie Vision edit this crap out. Let's try that again. So, Alex, you got eight. Yay, well done. Consistency. <laughs> so, you said that Albania and Estonia wouldn't go through, but they did. Jared, you also got an eight. You said that Estonia and Poland wouldn't go through, but they did. I got, I'm waiting for you, please correct me because I probably got this wrong. Uh, (laughs) I got a seven. I said that Albania, Estonia and Lithuania wouldn't go through and they did. So, um, of course, my San Marino is always going to cost me. I would have gotten an eight too if I'd have been smart. don't know who I would have chosen over San Marino. So, as we stand right now, and this is now fact-checked, I can see the math work out. So, going into the finals, Jared is leading, 18. Two out of... 20 wrong, Jared. That, that's amazing effort there. Alex, you and I are tied on 16. So I'm, I'm just, you know, we're, we're getting there. And Colin, 15. Come on, mate. Pick your game up. Um, so how this will work then with the predictions, we will go through each of the countries here in alphabetical order. We'll all give our predicted finish. Uh, the closest to that position after Sunday will get a point. And if you get it absolutely correct, you get two points. So uh, that is how it goes. And I, again, Jared's on a roll here. He's won like all of these, I think, except for one. So let's start with A. Albania, uh, how is Albania going to go? Uh, old mate here, Albina and Familia, uh, they're going in 10th in the final. Um, I've got Colin's ranking, I've got my ranking, but I'll start with Alex's ranking. Where are Albania finishing? I have them 26th. Oh, last. Last. Sorry, oh, Albania. Oh, poor Albania. There you go. They are tracked last at the Eurovision odds, as I said. Uh, Jared, Albania. Yeah, I think they're going to do a little bit better, 25th. Oh, you've taken my spot. I've also said 25th. Uh, Where, as a newbie to Eurovision, do you think a Colin Hilding would rank Albania, judging on this position that we've all put them last or second? Do you think he's doing the same? No, I would say just outside the top 15. Okay. Jared, any predictions of where Colin would? 20th. Not even remotely close. Colin thinks they're going to finish fourth. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, rest of, rest of the world, he's got the insight. He does. Is that what yep. Canada wants? I, w- I wish we had the video uh, episodes. It's Alex's reaction to that. That's everyone's reaction. So I hope Colin ever listens back to this. Uh, let's go to Armenia, Brunette, Future Lover. Oh, this song. Um, currently, uh, it is tracking uh, in terms of the favoritism. Uh, 13th, so decently high. I've got him at 20th. I don't know. I just didn't want to go too close to the odds. Colin's got him at 19th, so he's kind of gone around there. Let's start with you, Jared. Where are Armenia finishing? I've put him smack bang in the middle, 13th. 13th. Alex? I went 12th. 12th. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Australia! Australia! Voyager! Um, we're going 15th in the finals, I said. I would love this to win, but sadly, I don't think it's going to be our first win. Jared, um, where, where is Voyager finishing? I have put them 18th. Oh, don't even think we're going to... That's a, that's low. Not mm. confident? No, I just... I just... I don't know. I, I really don't know what to expect from, from Europe. Okay. And I don't know what juries are going to do with it. Like, are they going to give it any points or none at all or a couple? I don't know. Juries usually like us. That's where we get our points, right? So... Mm, but we normally send like a ballad, so... True. Touche. Okay. Alex? I've gone 13th. Oh, wow. No confidence in the Voyager. I've got him ninth. I've got us going top 10 at least. Colin's got him seventh. So thank you, Colin. Um, Austria, who the hell is Edgar? They're going first. Um, They're just in the top 10 in terms of the odds. I've got him 12th and Colin has him 14th. Alex. I've got an eighth. Eighth. Jared. I have said sixth. Sixth. I'd like that. I'd be happy with that. Belgium, old mate Gustav. Uh, love him. So glad he's there. Alex, where's Belgium finishing? I've gone 17th. 17th? Okay. Jared? Uh, 15th. 15th. I've got 14th. And Colin said last. Doesn't have faith in Gustav. Oh, Belgian boy George isn't that bad. I know. Good old. He's, he's all got the MCC members hat, Alex. <laughs> very similar. Um, Croatia. We knew that would be interesting. Uh, old let three. They were. Um... They're going second last, so they've got a good slot. And in terms of the odds, they've climbed up to 12th. Uh, Alex, where are they finishing? I've gone ninth. Ninth, Jared? 10th. Uh, 10th. I've gone 15th. And Colin has gone 11th. I don't know why I've dropped them down so low. I think I just process of elimination. Uh, Andrew, Australia Junior, Cyprus. Um, I've gone 18th, Jared? 21st. 21st. Same as Colin. Colin's gone 21st as well, Alex? I've gone 18th. Oh, look at that. Oh, we're all matching. Good on us. Well done. Uh, my sister's crown, Czechia, Czech Republic. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, it was a much more bit of love. I really enjoyed that song. Uh, Alex, where uh, where is my sister's crown finishing? 10th. Uh, 10th. I've gone 10th as well. Jared? Uh, 20th. 20th. Oh, dropped it down. Okay. Uh, Colin's not a fan. Colin's a sexist. Uh, 25th. Uh, <laughs> doesn't like Slovakian feminist pop um folk or whatever they called it uh estonia estonia um which at the moment tracking in 21st with bridges i actually googled estonian bridges solid bridges in estonia so they they can get over a river there pretty well uh jared estonia Uh, i've said 16th 16th alex I went a bit further back i went 23rd 23rd i've gone 21st colin's gone 18th finland all right Oh, I'm going to just, no, actually, no, let's, let's, I don't know who wants to go first. <laughs> You're both looking at me. Alex, go. 
They're my winner pick. I, winner I, pick? Know, I know Sweden is the logic pick, but I'm picking. I'm still picking the emotional winner each year. This uh, is my win. All right, Jared, I'm intrigued for you here. I feel the same way. They're also my winner pick. I think it's got momentum, and I think momentum is the thing you want going into the final. I'll say Colin's got him as second, so I'll just say Colin. I, I, I thought you two were going to go Lorraine. So I, I've gone for Finland for the win too. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's one of these head and heart things, right? Where it's like, it's like footy tipping, right? If your team's playing, if you pick against them, it's a win-win either way. Like at least if they lose, you got a point right in your footy tipping. This is kind of like that thing where like, I want them to win, but I want Lorraine to win. Either way, I'll be happy. And it's more of a case of, I realistically think Lorraine probably will win, but this is just a bonus. So yeah, I'm, I'm going for the win for Finland as well. I th- I think they were like, he's winning the televote. To me, like, that's no, they're like, there's no question in my mind that that's winning the televote. And I think that it can do well enough in the jury. I still think it can come like top five with the juries. And I, and I feel like it's going to be enough. Yeah. I just, the crowd, like, it just, I mean, they went crazy for Lorraine. Let's not, let's not beat around the bush. Lorraine's still very, very popular and, and on all levels and rightfully so. And we'd love to see the history that Lorraine winning would make. But yeah, God, this song. I just, just, just wish this was in another year. Well, it was a really shit year, Jared. Like, what what year would this you know stand out? Probably every other year. Right? Like, come on, uh, France. It's a real grower. I do, and I liked her in her. Um, was she the one that could move her boobs? Was she the one? Yeah, they- <laughs> yes, yeah, a special talent. Yeah, that, and that's not the reason why I like her. I just I love how they were like special talent. <laughs> I just love that that made the cut, <laughs> and she like went with that. Who was the one where it was? Uh, I think it was it. Italy or Ukraine, their special talent was so lame. They were just like, oh, I can do this. And it's like, what? And then like Germany's just like, I can do a handstand without using my hands? Like, huh? <laughs> like, okay. Um, but I quite like this French entry. I like Lazara. Um, I've gone eighth for France. And I think they're the Italy to me right now. They're, they're a few years away from winning. I said this the other day, France will have a winner by the end of this decade. I think they're, they're, they're getting closer and closer each year. Alex, where is France finishing? I've put them as one of my kind of bolters a bit. I've got them fourth. Ah, I'd be happy with that. Jared? I think that's not going to do as well as oh. expected. I've put them 12th. Ah, it's still not too bad. France would take that over moustache. Um, Colin's got them at 15th. So there you go. Germany. Ah, oh, blood and glitter. What a song. I feel this has dropped off a little bit. And the favorite is 18th. Uh, this, I think, will be the lowest of the, the, the six even though I have a country ranked lower than this one, a couple, but like in terms of how I, re- I've got to go for the risk sometimes, right? In terms of my predictions. Um, I've got them at 11th, Jared. I have them also at 11th. Ooh, Alex. I've gone 16th. Okay. Colin's got them at six. Colin likes his German death metal. Israel, the real, probably the, the ones that I think have changed the most in terms of semis to finals. They're currently sitting at fourth favorite is, Noah Carell uh, did, did like it. I said before, I did enjoy the performance. I think it works a lot better on stage. Alex, where's Israel going? I've got them fifth. Fifth, Jared? I also have them fifth. I've got them third. I'm, uh, I think they will be the ones. There's always one that kind of gets a top three that maybe sneaks in. Uh, Colin, 16th for Israel. Anti-Semitic there, Colin. Uh, Italy, he's one of my uh, top five that I think is a bit overrated. I, I think I'm going to be wrong on this because I know Italy generally have done very well and you're generally going to lock a top 10. I'm just going for a risk it to the biscuit. I say they're going to drop off 16th for me for Italy. Um, Jared? I have said 7th, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did finish down in 16th. I feel the same. Like I feel it's a bit overrated. I 
think Televote's going to blank this. Marco Mengoni, Duavite. Um, uh, Alex? Yes, I've got 11. 11th. Colin does not like it. It's 22nd. There you go. Uh, Lithuania. I've got Lithuania last. They're my 26. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't want to go the obvious Albania. <laughs> Lithuania, yeah, you can go there. Um, Jared. I think this is top 10. I've put it eight. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Alex. I've got 25th, so I like that I've got a little bit of a, a group there Fuck. to maybe collect that depending on Colin. That is a huge disparity. Like, wow. Why, why have you got them eighth? Jared, I'm going to ask. I think juries are going to like give this so many points, and I feel like this is like the mum vote. Like, people are the mums <laughs> are going to be phoning in for this. Mums love Eurovision. She's so nice, and she stood towards the end, and after her, that was that horrible girl dancing. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> And before her, those horrible men yelling. <laughs> now, now all I want is to watch like a wine mum live react to Eurovision. Sitting there like on YouTube. Hmm. Those Lithuanians are quite good. Pass me my phone, Sandra. I'm going to vote. <laughs> you know they got the money to vote 20 times. So like all 20 votes are going there. Damn uh, wine mums. Damn it. There we go. It's a lovely day. Lovely day for Lithuanian pop. I love that. I know. Let's go down to Sanity and buy ourselves a compact disc of the best Lithuanian pop singers of all time. Do they still sell them, Sandra? Uh, (laughs) Wow. Uh, (laughs) uh, Colin's got them 17th. He's not quite on the mum vote, but uh, not as low as the dad vote uh, for where Alex and I say we'll go. Oh, Moldova. Never fails, Moldova. Uh, Can we imagine little person on flute next to epic sax guy? Like, dream it big next year for Eurovision. Um, 14th for me for Moldova. Colin's got them 13th. Alex? I've got 21st. Oh, poor Moldova. Jared? Uh, 17th. 17th. That's better. All right, Norway. Now, uh, just such a good song. The staging. Uh, got a, you know, okay spot, I guess. Uh, I'll come back to mine. Alex, go first. <laughs> I'm going Scandinavia top three. I'm going, this is going third. Oh, I'd like it. I would be very excited. That would be huge. Like, has that ever happened? A region? Like maybe in those early 2000s and everybody loved Eastern Europe, right? Like, hey, you get a go. Estonia, you get a go. Everybody wins. Latvia. Um, Jared. Uh, I've put it fourth. Ooh. Wow. I love this like weird spread. I've got them fifth. I still think they'll make top five. This is Colin's winner's pick. I know he loves this song, but uh, so first... Third, fourth, and fifth. There's a nice spread. Seeing Noah back to go second. Uh, remember Noah used to be on this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, qu- sorry. Quick one. What did Colin give um, Finland again? Where did Where did Colin cha cha cha? Okay, second. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Poland. This is a big gap between where I've gone and where Colin's gone. Uh, Jared, let's go with you. Poland. Twenty third. Twenty third. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Alex. I've got nineteenth. Nineteenth. I've got nineteenth as well for Poland. Colin says fifth. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Put him there. Fifth, you'll do. Uh, he actually. So the funny thing is, he messaged me after he said the thing. He's like, "Oh, I actually realised I um, got Poland and Sweden around the wrong way." So he initially had Sweden fifth. So uh, <laughs> he now has them sixth. Next. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Portugal. They're the ones, Ben, that you said wouldn't make it. Twenty um, fourth for me. Colin says twenty fourth as well. Jared. 24th as well. Oh, Alex. 24th. Hey, well, we all know we're going to get a point for that one. We're all at least going to get a point. None of us are going to get nil pois. 
come Sunday. I, think it, I hope they kind of finish 24th. We all get two yeah, points. That'd be now. hilarious. <laughs> that'd that'd that's the nice. deciding vote. We're all so tight and close with it. Um, Novak Djokovic, 17th, Serbia. Uh, Colin says 20th. Jared? Uh, 14th. Alex? 20th. Uh, I've gone 17th. So uh, good spread there. Um, I shouldn't say good spread there. I feel that's a myth and Joel joke waiting to do that. that I, honestly, I, I hate the fact that my humor is on their par. Like, it's just, it's not good. Uh, Slovenia, 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 Alex. 15th. Jarrod. 9th. 9th. Oh, top 10 for Slovenia. I've gone 23rd. Sorry, Slovenia. Is this another mum vote one, is it? <laughs> no, I just feel like they're, they're late in the running order. I like the song. I think they're one of the better bands. So, Thanks. we'll see. They could easily benefit from mum vote. They seem like nice boys. I know, they do. Your daughter wants to hang out with them, don't they? Joke her out, you know? I bet you that's a bit of a euphemism for something that the mums wouldn't get in Slovenia, would they? Oh, yes, these boys, very calm. They're very nice. Yeah, they're getting their jokers out to your daughter's love. Um, Tenth, Colin says, for Slovenia. Um, The overrated Spain in Ben's eyes. Uh, 23rd, Colin says, look... I, I, I risk things. I think this is overrated, but I still think it will get top 10. It's obviously got a lot of love. So, unfortunately, and she seems nice. I've won seventh for Spain. Jared? Third. I Ooh. think this is going to do well. Ooh, third. All right. Do you think Spain or France will win Eurovision first in the next 10 years? I think Spain. They're both battling it out, aren't they? Yeah. I think you're, I think both of them probably will both within the next 10, but I think Spain will get there first. So that will leave the UK as the only of the big five that wouldn't have won it in the last, like, well, I know, 97, right? But I mean, oh, Sam Ryder got second. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> get over Sam Ryder. Second. All right? You're not James Magnuson. Uh, Alex, where's Spain finishing? <laughs> I've also gone seventh. Seventh. Cool. All right. Uh yeah, Colin, 23rd, if I didn't already mention that. All right, Sweden. So we know this is none of our winners pick. Uh, I said second. Lorraine will still get second. Are we all, I'm guessing you two have gone second as well? Yep. Yep, yep. cool. Uh, Colin says third. He initially had fifth, but uh, safe face there. Um, so I guess if she wins, all three of us get a point. So that, that works. Thanks, Colin. Thanks for the point. Uh, Swiss, we've got Switzerland in the final. They're so Swiss. They're just there. They're neutral. Gone there with a water gun. Great. Um... Colin said ninth for Switzerland. I've gone twenty second. They're performing third, aren't they? Um, Alex. Oh, I also went twenty second. Oh, there you go, Jared. I also went twenty second. Oh, God, we I just... think this is going to be one of those uh, when it comes to televote, and they're like Switzerland. I'm sorry, <laughs> zero point. <laughs> uh, Ukraine getting traction as always. Again, I actually every time I see this performed, I do forget this is a decent song. Um, and. Might be the, I think Sweden, didn't they get fifth after Mans won a few years ago? So I think that might be the highest place of a host in recent memory. I know they did okay the mm. year after. Italy did well. as right. I think they're around that as well, fifth okay. or sixth. Okay. So yeah, it's, it'd be, I think it's almost a win for the host quote to do that well. So I've gone fourth for the Ukraine. I still think top five and, you know. They still obviously get a bit of sentimental love out there, but and that's not to take away from their song. They're still putting decent. They're not putting shit out. They're not putting Ireland, you know, or Azerbaijan in there. Uh, fourth for me, Jared. I have said nineteenth. So this is another Ooh. one I didn't know. Like, what's what's the sentiment in Europe towards Ukraine at the moment? Like, who knows? Do you think Zelensky, if he had been allowed to do his message, would have like had some subtle <laughs> little mm. like everyone no war, and he says something in Ukraine, which is like vote for them or I kill yeah. you, um, Alex. I've gone sixth. Six. Uh, Colin has gone eighth. 
which leads us to the UK. Uh, I wrote a song. That's not even how it goes, but I just apparently that's Ben's version. Um, Colin says 12th for May. She's fun. I like May. Uh, <laughs> I like Brooke Light. Uh, <laughs> I've said six. I've, um, I'm on board with this song. I, I Way better than Sam. And God, two top tens in a row for the UK. They would act like they bloody won it. Um, Jared. I have said, I'm just getting this vibe. I have put this 26. Oh, 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 no. Nothing would make me happier than the UK finishing last. It kind of would be funny at home. Um, very, you know, they, they're literally going around uh, Liverpool right guys like, oh, it's coming home, it's coming home. <laughs> Alex. Uh, just the devastation of Hannah Waddingham <laughs> having to be like, I'm so sorry. I kind so of actually like that now. I love this song and I like oh. her, but that actually would be brilliant. <laughs> oh, it would be such a UK thing. I've got them 14th. 14th. Oh, I'm the only one going top 10 here. Shit. This is like the opposite of last year. I was like, oh, Sam, Sam's going to win. So I'm like, no, this song shit is going to be last. And it ended up second. You watch this, we'll probably will get 26 now. Oh, there you go. Anyway, final thoughts, guys. Uh, I guess, uh, what are we doing for it? Alex, up early for it. We're going to watch the replay yeah. at night. Like, what are you going to do for it? Uh, over to a friend's place tonight. There's about 15 of us getting there tomorrow wow. morning. So it'll be nice Sleep and fun. Over. Cook up. Sleepover. Sleepover. Well, I think it was only about six or seven of us sleeping over, but everyone else is turning up at 4.35 a.m. We'll watch, cook a big breakfast, and educate half of the people there who don't know much about Eurovision, but nice. they love the they love the idea of doing it. You so do, it should be fun. I really hope, because I know, Jared, you've also got a bit of a thing going. I really do hope you, like, you subtly hand out like voting cards with big Eurovision branding on it. Like, listen to our analysis tomorrow night. If all of a sudden I see a spike from like two listeners to 17 listeners, I know that you guys have done your job well. That sounds fun. I like that. Jared. Well, your, your annual, is this the annual Jared Lubick Eurovision Spectacular? It is. I mean, it's slightly lower key. It's probably about like five people. Um, but I mean, getting people to get up at 5 a.m. Is, is a difficult one. Um, but yeah, watch party, uh, Eurovision cake, you know, living the dream. Eurovision cake? Oh, yeah. Tell, tell us more. Are you, are you baking it? Like, is this you? Yeah, it's just, just it's an annual thing. Like, bake a cake and then split it into sections and decorate with the flags of, of the oh. countries that you like. So this is a thing, Alex, saying, I live in the same city as this guy. Don't get an invite. So you get yourself a watch party invite. Yeah, apparently, I don't know. Yeah, like, Pretty exclusive. Uh, apparently. <laughs> so oh, Ben, you can't get a train from Torella to Penrith in like five in the morning. It's fine. Um, it's all good. I'll, I'll be sitting on my couch by myself watching it and I will have fun. So I don't need your charity, Jared. <laughs> I'm near the city than you. <laughs> so shut up. Uh, we're very much looking forward to to watching it, and of course we'll be back Monday night to do a wrap. Go over it, not, not an actual wrap. <laughs> yo yo yo! How cool was Eurovision? <laughs> yeah, write your raps. I want you to do a full rap rap on uh, on Monday night. Uh, but we will be back to look it over, and Colin might join us i'm not too sure uh we'll see what he thinks his predictions are all over the place but uh <laughs> imagine if like freaking norway win and we're all good egg in our face we got the out of the three scandinavian countries in with a shot we're like shit all right you got it right well done colin every single year he's the new octopus of eurovision predicting 
Uh, so excited, so pumped. Like, subscribe, do all that, everything else on there. And I, I don't usually like plugging other shows because I'm selfish and think we're the best with both of our listeners. But seriously, if you if you listen to us, I'm assuming you listen to Aussie Vision. They are doing fantastic coverage out there for Australia over there in Eurovision. They're there on the ground. There's tweets, their website, like just so comprehensive stuff that I dream we could do and follow them, like them. They're better than us. I don't usually like saying that because we're, we're pretty crap, but hey, Jared is just itching at the bit every single year to get an invite to Aussie Visions. I'm actually trying to help Jared's cause by, by fluffing their ego so they can go, well, that Jared guy is good. Ben and Alex can just, we'll get Colin in. That's what actually we secretly are doing. We're getting Colin in because we know Jared's going to leave and go to them one time. Um, and Noah, just remember him. <laughs> so, we're gonna have we're gonna have to watch some finals, Ben, and then actually know what's going on instead of just listening to Jared. Then, exactly. although we're just gonna have to, or we're just gonna have to listen to the other one, and then we'll just <laughs> go from there. I think we get relegated to Junior Eurovision. Junior <laughs> <laughs> like, Eurovision, it's, honestly, it's got better. <laughs> oh, you say you want to cover it again this year? Do you want to commit and do it again this year, Jared? If we commit, it will be terrible, though. But honestly, like the last few years, like there's genuinely like good songs. Where are we this year? Where are we? Where uh, are we? Back in France. I shouldn't oh, have won, man. but we're back in France. All right, well, I, I'm, I'm happy to commit. I'm, I'm happy to put my hand up. We only did one episode of that, what, 2019? Alex, if you're around, would you be, like to join us for Junior Eurovision this year? I'd be open to bagging kids on their performances. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and when are we doing Asia Vision? That's on the Gold Coast in November, right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually legitimately have not watched the America Song Contest. I've still got it ready to go, but uh, I don't know if they're bringing that back. But the Canada one, I think, is this year from memory. Or is that still happening? I don't know. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard it's delayed indefinitely oh, but uh, sorry, we'll no. see. asia vision 2.0 but if that happens i feel that's a get colon on and that, that's sort of one to do but uh, do we do we think now that you know they're going to this rest of world vote that we see any kind of other australia countries kind of getting their way into eurovision down the line word is that this very much potentially could be australia's last year in Eurovision. Okay. So um, they're, I reckon they're opening that up. And there's going back to Jared's point about less countries, mm-hmm. you know. Bloody Luxembourg taking our spot. I know, <laughs> I know. But I mean, look, I, I, I do think they are on that wave of they want America in, I think. You know, that's why they did that a lot with like getting Madonna and Justin Timberlake and kind of these sort of people in. Um, and yeah, I, I, I feel it will happen. Maybe they will just have a rest of, maybe that's what they should do. Like, rest of the world entry then there's some sort of like rest of the world like final battle off and then that way you know that's your third semi-final hey alex (laughs) even you were listening to this and you're gonna get a cut for that that's actually a brilliant idea here is 15 countries you vote who goes that i actually am on board with that jared i know you as a eurovision purist how do you feel about that i'm all for just more countries like i don't Give me more countries in the final. Give yeah. me more variety. Like, that's get rid of some of those bad qualifiers. That, that is a brilliant idea. Like, I'd still say Australia should keep our slot. <laughs> <laughs> but if we had to revert back to the rest of the world, surely you know, they're going to renew our contract, right? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, look, you'd hope so. Uh, I feel yes. It's We've spent quality year after year after year after year. We're giving them money. Well, I'm surely that's all they're interested in. If, F- if SBS say no, we can't afford it anymore. Then I don't know, like the ABC could pick it up. We could get Channel Nine. We could get Carl over there. Come on, <laughs> Koshi and Koshi doing oh, fuck sunrise. Off. Oh, welcome to Europe, Mel. 
<laughs> I mean, surely, like, they would, it, 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 for some reason now, I'm thinking that's such a thing where they'd be like, oh, we'll send Sunrise to the UK for a week <laughs> and we'll host Eurovision while also doing Sunrise from the UK. Oh. Like, I'm like, just, just send that to your friends at Channel 7, Ben. Like, I'll, um, oh. I'll, uh, I, I can, you know, pitch that now. A, more, well, a week in, a week in London for that. Like, I reckon, I reckon morning shows are all over it. I am catching up with Joanna Griggs this week, so maybe I'll ask her. She's got some sway. I'll get Bruce. Get Bruce. <laughs> Bruce can do Europe. Oh, oh we're here in Man- London, uh, Liverpool. It's, isn't it special? You know, they've really got some good outfits this year, don't they, Moldova? They really are pushing it hard. Uh, at Channel 10, Jonathan LaParley would be there. You know, these 26 countries I- will fight to survive for the ultimate test of singing competition. 26 would- countries, five hours, one Eurovision winner. It just made me think like we like somehow get the hosting rights and all we do is just send out like Osher Gunsberg so like, <laughs> do it all by himself. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, 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 we just get like Foxtel, like the lifestyle channel. Or something. Who yeah. was that um, Flipping Homes Australia guy who got nominated for a gold Logie that one yeah. year or whatever? That guy, Foxtel bloke. <laughs> Channel I'm just v. imagining, yeah, Osha <laughs> with the roses for the semi-final qualifiers. <laughs> Bondi vet got his hand oh. up like freaking uh. somebody's butt. Like, hey, you going, Chris? He's defected to Channel Seven now, old old Chris, hasn't he? Get Dicko. He's back in the TV screen. God, wow. We've we've got our own Eurovision. It's called the Logies. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> we'll be back Monday. <laughs> I like that we have a musical awards one called the Arias, but we're like, nah, we're going to the Logies. <laughs> Seriously, like like nobody in this country realizes that we have the Arias or like the yeah. AFIs, what are now called the Actor Awards, right? We have legitimate awards that kind of have, you know, some esteem. But the Logies, it's, they're in Sydney this year, Jared. I'll tell you what, if I see Joe, if I can get us an invite, we can go to the Logies. Would you like to, you, are you available for the Logies to come with me to the Logies? Yeah, what's that date? <laughs> I like, honestly, it's a weird dream of mine to go to the Logies. So if I can get an invite to the Logies. I worked on a, on a TV broadcast last year that if it gets nominated for a Logie, the Olympics, I technically should be eligible to go to the Logies to represent Channel 7. So I'm saying it now, Channel 7. I want to go to the Logies. Uh, what song do we want to play out with? I think Jared, you got the final say there. Alex, let's of these twenty six. What do we want to? Because obviously we play out with a winner, so maybe mm. we we played out with Cha 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 the other day. So maybe we don't play out with Laureen. I mean, I would say Voyager, but I think we technically played out with some of them before. But who's a finalist that you would like to play out with here that maybe we've not played? Oh, out with? see, I'm. I really feel like I just want to mess with you and and put something different on. Um, Boggy. Let's. Go- uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Gustav from Belgium. Hey. Let's do something different. Let's have a. Let's have a pump up tune to finish it off. Let's go back to the night at the Roxbury in the mid nineties. Uh, tune in Monday. We'll be back for that wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy Eurovision, and let's go, Finland.
Me go. 